Washington and the province of Quebec for putting in place emergency measures uh, for to deal with the possibility of an invasion of zombies. Now, I don't need to tell you, uh, Mr. Speaker, that zombies don't recognize borders and that a zombie invasion in the United States could easily turn into a continent-wide pandemic uh, if it's not contained. So on behalf of concerned Canadians everywhere, Mr. Speaker, I want to ask the Minister of Foreign Affairs, is he working with his American counterparts to develop an international zombie strategy so that a zombie invasion does not turn into a zombie apocalypse? and welcome back to another episode of The Untimely Truth. We're here with Steve Hello. and Chase. And today, in honor of Zombie Awareness Month, we are here to talk to you about vampires. No, I'm just kidding. Obviously, it's zombies. zombies yeah, like, zombie Awareness Month, let's talk about vampires. <laughs> yeah. It's a vampire. Where did it get a haircut? What kind of haircut would a vampire get? Hey, Steve. Mm. What does the zombie say to a human? I know your jokes are going to be bad. I know it's going to be such a bad joke when you look at me like like you're really guilty. And then you can't get through the first word of the joke. I'm like, this is going to be a horrible joke. Okay, sorry. Let's try that again. Hey, Steve. Yeah. What do zombies say when they meet a human for the first time? Nice to eat you? Yeah. <laughs> that's bad that I guessed it. Like, that's how bad the joke is that I guessed it. October 8th is also World Zombie Day. Yeah. Which is super fun. So if, if you're a zombophile like myself, which sounds and terrible. And you're close to necrophile? Nope. No, no. Nope. someone who likes zombies. Someone who is obsessed with zombies. Oh, okay. How if, obsessed? Like every night before I go to sleep, if I cannot sleep, because I have really high anxiety. Yep. So before I go to sleep, I think, hmm, what's a great thing to think about? Slashing some zombies. And I just am going through like walking dead scenes and I am pretty relaxed and I fall right asleep. It's great. Something wrong with me. It's fine. Yeah, because, like, <laughs> I think about gardening and right. puppies to fall asleep. Yeah, that's not my style, I, I guess. I think about playing with dogs. Fun fact, did you know that there is a zombie research society? Now I do. Yeah. today. Yes. Yeah. Um, the Zombie Research Society was actually founded by self-proclaimed zombie expert Matt, Matt Moak. I don't know if I'm saying that right. M-O-G-K. Matt Moak. Matt Moak. I know all about the zombies. <laughs> um, it is an organization dedicated to the historic cultural and scientific study of the living dead however the membership list is very very limited so matt if you're listening to this which you probably are not but if you are please contact me i would really like to know they have the top 10 countries you should survive a zombie apocalypse in oh where you should hang out yeah and i'm just gonna give you the top five what number do you think canada is 10 really just because we're so big and there's not that many people here australia is number one Really? I mean, island. Like, I guess so. That's a good point. Canada's number two, dude. You yeah, underestimate yeah, Canada. I really did underestimate Canada. We've got number three, USA. Why, though? I don't know. That one seems bad. And I feel like there's a lot of places to hide as well. Like, it's yeah. just, there's a lot of, like, lesser populated areas. Where there are. Like, but, like, compared to Canada, it's still, like, the Northwest Territories where there's 1,100 people. Right. And then we've got Russia as okay. number four. And coming in hot number five is Kazakhstan. <laughs> my name is Borat. We have a good for a zombie. Yeah, that's great. Oh my god. I can't hear Kazakhstan without you. Where's my wife? <laughs> that's original and timely. <laughs> yeah, so do you think that in this day and age, a zombie apocalypse is possible? 
Sure, why not? With all of the scientific discoveries, coronavirus. Coronavirus! And and you've got all of that. What what do you think it would look like in the first, like, month? Like it does now. If if we're looking like mad cow disease, we've got rabies, yaws, brain fungus. Leprosy. There are a lot of possibilities where there could be a modern day zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Probably not. But very real possibilities. Be fun. Yeah. For you. For me. I'd be stoked. Because you've got two origins of zombies, right? Yeah. The theories, at least. It's either a cursed person dies and returns as a zombie via voodoo black magic, or a person contracts a virus or is exposed to radiation. Okay. I heard the first one they're doing with Joe Biden. Oh. Bring him back. That's why he's been gone for a while. Vudon priests have been trying to resurrect him from the dead so he can run in the primary. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well, Congratulations, you know. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> How do we become a zombie? Uh, I say you probably have to get bitten by another zombie. Probably. Yeah. If it's y'all's, you just have to rub up against somebody. Yeah. Rabies. You get that at the club. You could. You just be dancing the old, like, Seventh Heaven speed song, and you're just rubbing up against somebody, you got y'all's. Y'all's. I got y'all's. Bet. <laughs> So, zombies have uh, been around in pop culture for a really long time. Super popular. I mean, anything dead, dying, and gross is going to be popular yeah, in horror culture. Yeah, scary shit. They do. People love to be scared. And what's scarier than having your entire family turn into flesh-eating zombies. zombies and you're the only one left? Sounds like a paradise. <laughs> yeah, actually, in a way. <laughs> <laughs> zombies have been around in pop culture since 1697 when the book The Undead 18th Century was released. And uh, the first film in 1932. Isn't that when they released their album straight out of Compton's? Oh. <laughs> See, I could do it too. <laughs> yeah, but I yours could are do better. Yours are better. <laughs> that was great timing. Um, in 1932, they released the movie White Zombie. Mm. And it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it it didn't do very well. But they've been around in folklore since the 17th century, um, introduced in Haiti, and even way back in Greece, you were saying, yeah, too. I thought that was kind of weird. In Haiti, at least, West African slaves were brought back to work on sugarcane plantations. Yep. And, um... I say yep, like, yep, like, no, that's terrible, but <laughs> It's yes, terrible, but on. yes, <laughs> you're acknowledging me, yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> it said that the zombies uh, came back as a way to torment the people who tormented them. Yeah. So once they died, they would come back to torment their captors. Like, yo, fuckers, we're back. Yeah. yeah I love that. And the Portuguese, kumbu, kumbundu? Kombucha. Kum, no. Oh. <laughs> In the Portuguese kimbundo oh, okay. dictionary, it defines the word zombie as spirit that is supposed to wander the earth to torment the living. So like a ghost. That just sounds like a ghost. Sounds like a ghost. Which... Mummies are also Incorrect. kind of ghosts. <laughs> no. Are we ever going to talk about that on this podcast? Are we going to talk about how mummies are indeed zombies? Okay. The difference between a mummy and a zombie is that zombies are literally decaying. Mummies are preserved. And they're not the same. And mummies also sometimes have supernatural powers mm. based on how they were brought back. Whereas okay. zombies have less abilities than when they were actual humans. Uh, they're downgraded. Whereas zombies, mummies technically upgraded to a Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Fine. You swayed me. All right. Fun fact, the movie White Zombie that I talked about earlier uh, actually has nothing to do with a deadly virus or disease. It, right? Should be. (laughs) Don't do cocaine, kids. It was actually about a bakor enslaving a young woman to do his bidding for him. 
for those of you who don't know what a bokor is, it is a voodoo practitioner who specializes in using herbs, shells, fish, animal parts, and bones to create concoctions such as zombie powder. That's cool. To get into a little bit more detail, zombie powder was made from the deadly neurotoxin found in puffer fish. Yeah, I've heard about that before. Yeah, and used yeah. in sublethal doses, could create the illusion. That you're dead, right? Well, the illusion that you had zombie-like tendencies, so you'd drool and you'd like walk slowly and you'd have a limp. But then if used in lethal doses, could put you in a heavy-duty coma where you may or may not wake up. Okay. But that's where like burying the dead or burying the living yeah. kind of thing. But then they could be revived essentially if, if you were good at herbs and stuff yeah, and do like like some kind of stimulant or something but hence them. like the living dead right yeah that's okay. kind of where all that comes and that's from. where that idea comes from of like burying people alive right is they thought totally they were dead and... and then they come back up which is why the greece would the greeks i always say the greece the greeks would put those super big stones on people's coffins to keep them in there in case that they would you know come back to life which would just be the powder wearing off yeah yeah, Unfortunately. Which, sucks for that guy. which sucks for the guy in there. <laughs> and they're like, oh my god, zombie. Shut up, shut up, shut up, Steve. <laughs> I'd really like a beat. <laughs> Just bury him deeper. Put him a deeper in the ground. He won't shut up. Yeah, six feet, not 12 yeah, feet. Yeah, 12 feet, this uh, motherfucker. But that's where the living dead comes from. Okay. Is because there was big miscommunication. <laughs> yeah. Between the, the almost dead person and the living. Well, that's what I heard this term say by the bell, having a bell installed in your coffin. Because this was something that people worried about. Oh, that's right. right. Yes. So they would use this bell that they could, like, they tied around your finger. So if you weren't dead, you'd wake up and, like, ring the Yeah, bell. if you just had, like, a really super bad fever and yeah. decided to go into I a still coma. Want that. Like, even with modern medical practices and, like, they know I'm dead, I still want the bell. Well, it's like the shrewd tradition you yeah. know you just shoot them with a shotgun a couple times and just make sure make they're dead sure that they're done and decimated yep. yeah and i agree with that i think it'd also just be fun for kids to play pranks on like the the caretaker and like ring the bell you know, oh my god in the cemetery in the middle of the night run away the caretaker's just like oh yeah runs out digs me all up and yeah freaking, like, oh my i have like a note taped to me like ah, fuck you. if you were ever buried are you gonna do you know what you're gonna do for your funeral yet Oh, I want to be shot in the space. I told my mom last night that if I die before she does, which I'm totally planning on, I want her to shoot me in the space. In like, just like a little rocket or? Yeah, like a little space pod. A little Star Trek. You just want to float around. You, you want to be space junk. Yeah. Because you're already Earth track. That's one step up from where I am now. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. That's cool. Float around there forever. I feel like I want to be cremated. Okay. And then made into a tree. Or like, just made into a tree somehow. To my, fertilize a tree. My old idea was to be cremated. Yeah. Then used as fertilizer in a wheat plant, and then my best friends have to smoke my weed. They just my are body. crying and also laughing. Yeah. Oh. And it like makes them think about me. Would you be buried with any treasure if you were buried? Like, if... Oh yeah. All my worldly possessions. My Super Nintendo, my Nintendo 64. You wouldn't like pass them on? No. I'm burying that shit all with me. Just in case. Also if I'm dead, I'm going to put a little LCD panel in my coffin. Just sure. in case. You know, say no one rings my bell and I'm bored. There you go. Zombies don't, uh, unfortunately, get that privilege. But they get to do stuff, still. They do get to do stuff. Like yeah, not as many things. Dead. Totally. Yeah. So my favorite zombie movie. Uh, this movie is over 50 years old. 52 years old. 52 years old, yeah. yeah. Happy yeah. birthday. Yeah. <laughs> my dad told me about this movie. He saw it when he was a kid. Absolutely terrified. Um, but it's a pretty standard zombie movie. Starts out there's it's like the first zombie movie, yeah, like the okay. really real zombie movie for sure. Yeah. So it starts with like a brother and sister, and they're out. I think they're burying their aunt, or they're at their aunt's grave, or whatever. I haven't seen them in a while, but mm-hmm. um, then the zombies start coming from all over and 
start following them. So they get in a car, they end up, you know, trying to get into this house and kind of, kind of like a Nazi zombies map. They're all trying to live in the house. They all got guns. Right. Pretty exciting. And what's kind of interesting about that movie is George Romero casted a young Dwayne Jones to be a main protagonist in this film. Hmm. And at the time, in 1968, the idea of a protagonist who was African-American, who wasn't necessarily written to be African-American, would have been played. Like, they're not going to go out of their way, like, unless the script explicitly is saying this needs to be a black actor, they're just going to probably white person but right. um george uh, romero said that he had the best audition which is how it just should be in the first place absolutely so he hired him for the wa- uh living night of living dead the walking, the walking dead. dead but he actually does appear in the walking dead as like his real name dwayne jones is where he's been in the movie really yeah. dwayne jones they use that for a character in the walking i keep wondering if i don't remember his name but i think it's the same guy in the first episode with uh who saves rick the dude and his son. I, I think his name is Dwayne. Dwayne Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least they men- mentioned to it of the comic book and in the series. So. Yeah, I think he was mentioned in both, which is super cool if he was. It's, yeah. it's an awesome memorabilia to just kind of go back. On the same level as the other protagonists. Like, he wasn't less intelligent. He wasn't less capable. Like, he no. Was just... Because he's a human being. Yeah, absolutely. But <laughs> in a lot of ways in that, like, time Oh, in the time, totally. The way that they were depicting. There was still segregation happening. Yeah, like, there like, separate there was... water fountains still. This yeah, like even back in the movie White Zombie, for example, they yeah. um, they cast a white woman and just made her to look Asian. But yeah, more about uh, The Night of the Living Dead. I mean, it's also one of the first movies that depicted an actual reason why zombies came alive. Mostly it was just voodoo and black magic, but this was actually a virus. Kind of like a, the World of the Worlds broadcast. Like right, throughout right. the whole movie, people are in cars listening to the radio and people are like, oh, Totally. And it's just a great movie. I think everybody should just watch it. Even like even kids can watch it. Is it your top ten movies for sure? Is it like just zombie movies for you? No, like even like I love old horror movies. Yeah. And yeah, I love this movie for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, so my favorite uh pop culture thing to do with zombies it's a video game actually it's called the last of us it is such a cool game because it actually uses the science of a fungal infection called the cordyceps brain fungus that's what spreads as the spores of the fungus rather yeah. than the disease obviously biting would transfer the spores and blah 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 like it like close an, exactly like a regular you know zombie apocalypse sure well that's kind of the thing right so essentially what would happen is you would inhale these spores from like where they grew or you would get bit or whatever, you'd come into contact with it, and it would grow inside of your brain. And on the outside of your brain as well, and it would just take over your body. And they just fill the air and all the spores everywhere. Totally. And because of that, um, because it grows into your brain, a lot of these zombies would actually just use echolocation to figure out where you were. Which is scary. You know, it just is driving you mentally insane because you can't even think properly. It's kind of like a brain tumor, right? Yeah. Similar. But um, you wouldn't be able to see after a while because it would obviously just grow right through your eyes and like cover everything. everything. So if you only just have your mouth open, try out the location. And that seemed to work for them. (laughs) I know they found me every time I was sitting in a corner waiting for them. Yeah, they're everywhere. (laughs) Totally. They're not worried about it. So in the jungles of Brazil, this is where the uh, spores come from, this, this plant. And the carpenter ants were actually um, the reason that the scientists found this spore, virus, fungal thing. Um, but it's from a mushroom, right? Didn't it's no, it's from a plant, really? actually. So it's like a fern. That... Yeah, but it's still a spore. Like, it's still... Yeah, I think it's a mold that comes from the plant. Okay. 
So that's what I still think. a fungus, then it's just growing on that plant. Yeah. Okay, I gotcha. But yeah, if you're a carpenterant, you're looking for some lunch, and yeah. you take a bite of this, it's gonna fuck your whole day up, <laughs> because it literally only takes, like, a micro part of the leaf, a thousandth of a human hair worth. Yeah, to get infected. For an ant, though, right? Like, yes. Like, that's a really small... So, they're doing human, you know, they're looking into what it would do to humans, but they're not necessarily... Like, running human trials? Well, that's kind of not okay. Yeah. But in Brazil, is it okay? Oh my god, no. (laughs) Run those fungal tests. No, I'm just kidding. Please don't do that. Yeah, so these are, it's a super different take on on the zombie virus, which I think is really cool. And the cordyceps mushroom is a real mushroom. I imagine there's, like, a billion hypotheses on, on, yeah. on what it could do to humans. But I think it's so cool when they, like, take something, create a pop culture thing about it, like a cool video game based on a scientific phenomenon. Yeah, like, the creators real. were like, we're gonna use this. Yeah, because it seems like something out of science fiction. And they're on their second game now, which I haven't had the chance to play yet, yet, but I'm so excited to play so- it. Um, yeah, but then you've got The Walking Dead, right? That, I mean, that's, I think everybody's Super popular biggest. It's like the Game of Thrones of zombies. Yeah, I would totally. say Totally. So. Yeah, like yeah. it's culturally ubiquitous. Coral! <laughs> yeah, the memes, everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's a huge part of it. So big. But, I mean, it's it's a good show. Yeah, I've only know? watched a season three or so. There's only so much you can do yeah, with zombies. So. With running and hiding and staying in one spot safe and then running and hiding again. Yeah, what is it called? World War Z is another one. Yeah, that's a cool movie, too. Yeah, there's a show, too. I can't remember. Anyways, and they, they kind of do, um, they're zombies. They're zombie robots. Okay. They're uh, nanobots inside of zombies. Really weird. There's a bunch of different takes on it. I mean, even the movie Contracted, like I think I was telling you about it earlier. Yeah. Kind of a really taboo. It's a sketchy topic, essentially. Mortician is a necrophile. Or, um... Yeah, you said it right. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're a mortician, what better thing to be into? Necrophiliac. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, he's nasty. and um, Don't they call that popping open a cold one? Oh my god. Do we have to quit the podcast now? Yeah. Okay. You're fired. All right. <laughs> oh god. This is the sign of me leaving, everybody. <laughs> Taking my root beer and I'm going home. Oh my god. Well, that's one of the worst things I've ever said. Yeah, I think I think it is. Yeah, but I guess, uh, anyways, chicken contracted, she, it's contracted, you know, she, <laughs> she gets obsessed with trying to spread it. I mean, wouldn't you? It's, oh, yeah. Like you've already got miserable. it. Yeah. You're dying. So, it's not my favorite one, but it's definitely another take on it. Another cool movie to check out if you want to. All right, I have a zombie question for you. Okay. What celebrity zombie would you hang out with? Okay, have you seen Zombieland? No. Why not? I don't know. I only it's so good. What celebrity zombie would I hang out with? Yeah. Um, Bill Murray. That's a good, good pick. Because of Zombieland. But also because he's Bill Murray. But also because he's Bill Murray. He's and also, I would 110% be in his mansion, like, recreating Ghostbusters with him. With him? With those little packs? Oh, him. absolutely. Because you know he has all the props. And, and you can force him into it because he's a zombie. Right. He or he's alive. Would also be cool. No, but that's not the question. It's only zombies. It's zombie, so it's not whatever celebrity you'd hang out with. Oh, that would in a know. zombie apocalypse. No, it's what, he's a zombie while you're hanging out with him. Yeah, Bill Murray. Still Bill Murray? I think still Bill Murray. Okay. What about you? Terry Crews. Whoa, you die though. Maybe, but I also think he's like the nicest man ever. So he maybe, is so cool. even if he was a zombie, yeah. he still wouldn't hurt me. And I would get to hang out with Terry Crews. I'd be like, hey, Terry, can you lift this giant rock for me so I can look for worms to go fishing? And he could just 
come with me. Giant Rock for me. If you carry me around like a baby. Terry Crews could hold me like a baby. Terry Crews walk around like definitely baby. could. So that would be cool. And no one would fuck with me. Because i got a giant zombie Terry Crews. What are you going to do? Yeah, accurate. I watched an interview with him the other day. And he was a background actor and like just like a, a thug type looking actor yeah. for a really long time in Black background. Guy number three. Yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah. And he never even got paid for a lot of the stuff that he did. And finally, I can't remember what movie he was on the set with. It doesn't matter. It was uh, with Denzel Washington, I think. Oh, okay. The Bodyguard? No, that's the not the movie. Guard. The Zombie Guard. Yeah. Anyways, he is just great. He's a great And I'm movie. so happy that he is in this world with us. Fucking Gwyneth Paltrow. Goop eggs. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Here are a couple zombie survival tips um, from the website called factretriever.com. <laughs> <laughs> Very <I'm>... utilitarian. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, here are a few things that they think that you should do to survive a little bit better. Experts note. Who are these experts? <laughs> I don't know. How are zombie experts for a thing that doesn't exist? <laughs> that in, so self-proclaimed zombie experts. Yeah, I know, but those are like the Sasquatch guys that, like, know what color and the mating calls of a Sasquatch, even though they've never seen one. Accurate. Could a Sasquatch be a zombie? Zombie Squatch. That'd be cool. That'd be a good B-horn. Zombie Squatch. That's a good <laughs> idea. Don't nobody fucking take that. That's our idea. We will notice if there's a zombie Sasquatch. Movie. Next week on Zombie Squatch. <laughs> yeah. And he's also a cop. Oh. Oh my god. Detective it Zombie Squatch. Itself. Oh my god. Experts note that in order to survive a zombie attack, it is imperative to follow a few guidelines. Do not take shelter in a vehicle in which you do not have the keys. That's even just a good life rule in general. Yeah, just please don't try and drive other people's vehicles. Or sleep. Actually, no. If a homeless person is like, I'm sleeping in your car because it's cold, I'd actually be fine with that. That's fine. Or if you sleep in your car because that's your situation, man. Like, whatever works. But um, make sure you got the keys. I definitely (laughs) slept in a car. Um, Do not leave weapons out for zombies to find. (laughs) I do wonder. Having children around. Like, don't leave knives around. But do they, can they pick them up? Can yeah. they use them? What are they going to do with them? Like, speaking of this sloth talk, have you ever seen that picture in the zoo where one of these guys dropped, like, one of the zoo workers dropped a knife in the gorilla pen? And he picked it up? Yeah, the gorilla, like, picked it up, and it looks like he's, like, brandishing it at the other gorilla. Like, I'm going to stab you, mother... And, like, scientists are like, oh, gorillas don't understand the concept of weapons or, like, using a tool as a weapon, but it definitely looks like the gorilla's going to, like, stab the fuck out of the other gorilla. He definitely could. I mean, he could, but they're, like, saying, like, he doesn't understand that as, like, his body's a weapon. Already. You're already. If like, you ever fought a gorilla. Gorilla. Yeah. Zombie gorilla. Oh my god. Zombie Squatch versus Gorillas. Gorilla Squatch. Okay. Let's just stop right now. <laughs> We're going to write that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Tip number three. Do not give your only weapon to a hysterical person. Like, these are great. <laughs> I really, I thought this was going to be, like, written by, like, a Trump supporter for a second, because I thought you were going to say, like, don't give your weapon to a Hispanic person. Oh and I was like, what the I fuck also, kind of Fox News? I got pre-mad because I was like, hysterical woman. That's what yeah. I read in my yeah. head. I didn't oh, even read. just swinging a sword around. Like, this is why we don't give you a sword, Mabel. You lose your <laughs> shit and you cut my ear off. it's like that that wolf meme where the wolf is like wrapped up in itself and then there's two wolves just looking at it and they're like damn it moon moon (laughs) it's like my favorite um tip number five do not get surrounded by zombies especially in an elevator okay fact i've just come (laughs) up with the best mitigation technique okay hula hoop covered in razor blades 
And do you have to constantly hula hoop? I mean, so you would literally best have to have yes, the core muscles. Yeah, a you're getting in amazing shape. B no one even during COVID right now, you want to do a razor blade coated hula hoop <laughs> and go to the grocery store. That's probably a good idea. This is my bubble. Just cuts flour. It's all just pouring out. The rice grains are all over. Knocking oil off the shelf. Number six, do not let personal emotions and anger impede your survival. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, that's just common sense. Yeah. Don't give no fucks about anyone else. Look after yourself first. (laughs) Kill your friend. Oh, also, I missed one. (laughs) Do not retreat to your basement without supplies. That's a good idea. That's a great idea. Once you're in the basement, you're going to want a Capri Sun. Like, once you get down there and you find your old Nintendo, you're going to be like, you know what? I could really use a cheese stick and a Capri Sun. Do you remember a long time ago when there were those um, big articles on Facebook about, like, moms finding lizards in their kids' Capri Suns? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was so weird. Nothing about Capri Sun is natural or meant to be digested. It's not like a fruit juice. It's just... A juice. Is there a next podcast? Can we do a Capri Sun? Conspiracy theories about Capri Suns. <laughs> yeah, there probably are, man. Stay tuned. There's definitely a QAnon angle on Capri Suns. Hey, Steve. What? What is a zombie's favorite summer treat? Oh, God. Anytime that you can't get through the first word of your joke without giggling <laughs> at yourself, I know it's a shitty, horrible joke, <laughs> but what is it? I gotta know. Ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream. I'm... <laughs> I've almost threatened to leave this project every episode, <laughs> and it's only because I've been pushed to the absolute limits <laughs> of what I can tolerate as a human being. And I don't deserve it, and I'm about to put boundaries up in my life. Okay. And you're about to cry openly, <laughs> weeping still at your own horrible joke. Oh my god. It's funny. <laughs> it's not funny. So, National Geographic says that airborne rabies would actually create a rage virus. That would be cool. Kind of like mad cow disease. But for the rabies virus to actually trigger a zombie pandemic like in the movies, um, it would also have to be much, way, like, way more contagious. Um, Because humans typically catch rabies from getting bit by, like, a rabid animal. Um, And, like, the infection just stops there. It's not, no, it's not contagious after that. Don't you have to get shots in the stomach, though, for rabies? Pretty sure. Pretty sure you do. The period between getting bit and then your first symptoms is normally one to three months, but can take up to six years. Really? Yeah, so you get bit by a dog. Yeah. It's like hanging out, get bit by a dog, and then six years later, you're just sitting there at, like, your high school graduation, and then you just start foaming at the mouth. Yeah, like, can you imagine that? Yeah. And you're terrified of water. Failure, right? like oh, most people who get rabies die. Yeah. Death occurs uh, two to ten days after first symptoms. Survival is almost unknown once symptoms have presented, even with intensive care. For rabies. Remember yeah. like a year ago when I said I wanted a plague? Yeah. Now it's happened. Congratulations. You got what you asked for. Thank Is you, it everything yeah. you ever dreamed yeah, of? it's everything I wanted my plague to be. My sweet 16 plague. Why do you think people love zombies so much? Well, I think we were talking about that before. It's like personified death, right? It's mm-hmm. anthropomorph- anthropomorphized. Big fancy word. <laughs> Horror. Like, just like decay. And stuff that we fear. About being dead and think is disgusting, maybe. And people want that. I think so. Like, why do people watch like gross shit on the internet? Like the art of survival. Maybe. People love the idea that they come out a hero, even if it's just for themselves. Or is it just fun to really shock yourself? Do you believe in bunkers, Steve? Yes. I think it'd be great to have a bunker, have a big old TV, 
have a bunch of weed in there. I just invite my friends over to hang out with Bunker and play Mario Kart. During a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Why not? They're not infected. People are still hanging out with people during COVID. They're not true. infected. It's true. Uh, give me three things you can live without not living people or animals. Um, weed. Talk about this. I can't have the internet. No. Nope. Because no one's going to spy on the internet. Alright. I'm going to say weed, beer, and... Oh, all ten seasons of The Simpsons. Because I don't need the internet. I just keep my PlayStation watched on there. There you go. What about you? Um, iPod. With, like... iPod, though? Not even an iPhone? They're indestructible, man. That's You see some of those old ones? Yeah. Jacob still has one, and it's, like, crazy big. It's, like, this thick. two inches thick. And you can put, like, a hundred thousand songs on them. That's cool. Mental. Um, deodorant. Oh. Just because your friends smell like death, because they are death, doesn't mean you need to. I don't know. I'm okay with that. And my glasses, because I'm literally blind as fuck. Mine are more fun than yours. Yeah. Yours are very, like smart and probably wiser i'm gonna be part of the family that's great see i'm see the difference is like i don't believe in bunkers mm. i don't think bunkers are a thing i think they're a great thing i don't i'm pro bunker because if one ever gets in your bunker mm. that's it for you but you're they're never gonna get in it's underground you have to but okay hole, climb down a ladder there's a water lock that you have to go through sure Everything. Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. Everything. You talk about like your air supply, for example. What if that ever gets clogged? And then you have to up. Yeah, okay, have six backups. What if they all get clogged? Like they you don't even know. Them. How long are you gonna be down there? I can come up out of there. I How long are you gonna rot away in there though? Like as long as I want to. As long as I rot away in my room already. There's zombies nothing. outside. Go kill them. I don't want to. They're Why? Anything to me in here. What? I just want to They ate your some. friends. They no. are your friends. They're Death. suffering. Well, I'll figure it out. <laughs> oh my god. I'm not risking myself. I don't know why you're anti-bunker. I don't know why you want to be running around when everything's full. This just seems unnecessarily it's... stressful and scary when you could just be in a bunker. I'll have like a little garden. I'll be coming out and if I see one, I'll be like, okay, it doesn't hit on me. I'll shoot him. Or I'll offer him a beer. And maybe they'll be my friend. I doubt it very much. All I'll right. see who's happier now when this all happens for real. <laughs> Uh, did you want to take this quiz I have for you? Yeah, let's take the quiz. Let's take the quiz. We're going to see how long Steve would survive in a zombie apocalypse. Do you know how to ride a horse? No. Why not? Long story. <laughs> Very long story. <laughs> you, now you have to tell it. Oh, it's really sad, though. Oh, is it? Is it sad, though, Steven? Yes, it's okay. actually sad. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought my dead mouse story was pretty no, sad. No, your dead mouse story is not sad. And All that's, right. I'm sorry, Chase. This is a little bit of a tangent, but Chase called me yesterday because she had a sad story. And I was like, expecting something to be like really wrong with her family or like a person. And she just said that when she was trying to get a bumblebee out of work today, she found a dead mouse. And she called me expecting me to be sad. <laughs> and she finished the story, and I was like, is that it? Is, that <laughs> is what part? is what he said? Yeah, is that, is the that sad it? Part? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, the mouse is dead." And I was like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that was the sad part of the story yet." Can you run fast? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My flat feet don't want to do that because it's a huge bummer. Can you be really quiet? No. <laughs> like. I'm just being honest. No, I've never been quiet my whole life. Are you okay being alone? Yes. Okay. Fine with that. Are you willing to eat canned food? Yes. Yeah. All right. Almost exclusively. Do you know how to use a gun? Yes. 
Do you know how to make your own explosives? No. <laughs> that's, that's a little step too. Isn't it just like pee and bleach? You can, Well, I think you can make gas out of pee and bleach. Like you can make like a... Because doesn't your pee have ammonia in it? Yeah. And if you mix... That's more of like a toxic gas thing. Huh. I'm sure. Um, but you can make like saltpeter out of cow shit. After you bake shit in the sun and stuff. Hmm. Or you can just take a bunch of firewood sparks. Or you can get the uh, Anarchist cookbook, everyone. And <laughs> learn how to make all kinds of different nail bombs and explosives and different... Yeah. So, encourage that behavior. So I know how to make nail explosives. No. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm just encouraging other people to learn. Oh, okay, great. Awesome. Yeah. Do you want to wield a sword? I feel like, yes. That's a pretty common thing yeah. to just like... I think you just swing it. Do you know how to fight? Could you punch someone? I mean, I don't know how to, but I could punch someone. Do you know how to fight? No. Okay. Do you know <laughs> like, martial just, arts? You're like, I need you to nail this down. Do you know how to dress a wound? Um, Like it's going out or it's just going to stay home for the night? Um, Kind of. I mean, I've dressed wounds on my dogs and stuff. Are you close to your family? Yeah. Would you do anything to protect them? Uh, it depends who is in my family. Like, my sister Laura, not so much. My sister <laughs> oh my Michelle, God. sure. Corey, yeah. Jen, sure. But definitely not. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I am willing to steal. Yeah. Why not? Like, it depends from who, though. I'll steal from big business, but I won't steal from other people. Okay, so no. Are you good at stealing? No. <laughs> One time I tried to take a game out of a Costco when I was, like, 11, and they found me right away, and I've never tried to steal anything since. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know how to purify water. Yes. Samples. I have all that. I can go weeks without bathing. <laughs> yes. I've done that before. You work with me. <laughs> I know I can kill a zombie. Steve, why does your hair look so weird? Because I washed it. Like, you guys <laughs> people, are just, yeah, yeah, people are literally like, Steve, your hair is just so fluffy. And you're like, yeah, that's what happens when but you I use shampoo. Yeah, never do. Can you sew? No. I wish I could. Um, can you kill a zombie that was once a family member? Yes, totally. Okay. Can you kill a zombie that was once your friend? Yes. Yeah, especially with you. Fair. You'd be the first I killed before the virus. I can kill a zombie that was once my significant other. Yes. <laughs> if someone I knew was infected, I would kill them. Yeah. I would eat uninfected human flesh if I had to. Oh, fuck no. No? I Wait, mean, uninfected? Yeah. What kind of spices do I have access to? Uh, I don't know. Paprika? Sure. Cumin? Paprika has no flavor. I like paprika with a little salt and pepper. Some but it has crumbs. no flavor. But if you add it with like breadcrumbs and stuff, say it took the flesh... Add oh a my god! Bit of yolk of an egg, some flour, some breadcrumbs, paprika, salt, pepper. We need the Hannibal cookbook. Um, yeah, I would. I so need yes, people who gives a fuck. Yes. Um, if you were infected, would you take your own life? It's a tempting proposition. So yes. Yes. <laughs> How long would you survive? Eleven minutes. You have the makings of a bona fide survivor, but your enthusiasm and willingness to adapt may bite you in the butt. Oh. That is, if a zombie doesn't bite you first. More than likely, you will charge headfirst into a zombie fight, finding that you've been bitten, and you will probably last a good six months. That's good. 10 out of 10, Steve. So, speaking of six months in a zombie apocalypse, what would your weapons be, Steven? Uh, definitely a shotgun. Mm-hmm. And then, like a big Claymore Scottish sword. And then, you say that this is not a weapon, but I say it is. I think landmines. Would be a perfect defensive maneuver because you just set them up around your perimeter. Nazis come in, beat, blow them to bits. Nazis. 
Or, yeah, Nazis or zombies come in. <laughs> Either one. I'd like oh to God. blow up either of them. I think I was thinking Nazi zombies. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, you just like Nazis come in, blow them up. I also would like to blow up Nazis. So. That's very fair. I'll give it to you. Those would be your three. Like, if you had to just pick like a handheld weapon that was your go to, you only had one in the. Yeah, I think know. a shotgun is just an all around good defensive weapon for your stuff. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. My top three would be a crossbow because you can make unlimited ammo. If you know how to make <clears throat> make it right, good hunting and killing tool, That's and true. then an assault rifle. I think you just need one to be a, a horde eliminator. Like if you had a bunch of them, I guess so. Assault rifle would be your best bud, and then a katana just for fucking style, because it's sharp as hell, stays sharp as hell, and uh, super lightweight. That's cool. That's yeah. I mean, it's gonna work. It's gonna lop some head off. Take yeah. a few limbs at least. That's what I would, I would yeah. pick. So zombies. Long story short, you know, grab your kids, grab your wife, grab your husband. They eat they... everybody down here. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Talk about a bedroom intruder. Oh, man. Jesus. I heard he went on to do gay porn. Did he? Yeah. Good, Good for, for him. him. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a gay porn. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much for turning in and tuning out to the Untitled Truth with Jason Steve. <laughs> we hope you all have a really great freaking day, and we're super sorry for the quality of the content. Yeah, we're sorry that Chase laughed 45% of the episode. Um, listen, I just like to have a good time. I, I came here, I'm feeling very attacked right now. <laughs> Bring